Oh. It's bonus pod 179. You step onto your train at Edinburgh Waverley Station. Oh, it's been a long fringe, and you've made a lot of friends, and you've had a lot of pretty wild experiences. The, the big crazy party, the comedian's party, the rave, uh, the show, the secret show in the dungeon. Oh, was it all a dream? Did it really happen? Well, there's no time to think about that right now. What you got to do is got to find your seat on this train back to home station, wherever you live. I don't want to be London-centric. So you get on... You get on the train and oh, it's a bit busy, but fortunately you've you've treated yourself to a first class ticket, and you oh, you accidentally you get onto um one of the economy class, uh, standard class carriages. So you've got to walk your oh you got to oh, sorry you got to work your way through the crowds, the heaving crowds, the crying babies, <laughs> the big rucksacks from the backpackers. <laughs> uh, excuse me, mate. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Uh, someone's in a rush. Wait, why, why? I'm just trying to move the... Uh, people are so aggro on these trains. Uh, no, excuse me. I'm just putting my bag... Oh, uh, God, people are animals. And eventually you get through to the end of the standard. And, you, it's, ah. and it's it's the first... It's a first-class carriage. And it's completely empty. Ah, fantastic. Space at la... And that's when you realise not only is it devoid of people, it's devoid of seats. It's just an empty cavernous carriage like what hello what is this first class 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 and echoes around nothing at all you look you look back and you try and get back in the standard class but the the door's locked like what you walk through this empty carriage to the door at the end of the carriage and you push it open and you and you look in and it's another completely empty carriage like what is going Maybe it's through these carriages. So you, you run through this carriage, open the door into the next one. It's empty again. And again, you run. What? And you run and you run and you run. And you open carriages, opening carriages. They're empty, empty, empty. They're now, you've run through more carriages than you remember passing on the platform. This is impossible. And each carriage is emptier than the last somehow. And eventually, you you keep running. And you get to, a, you finally get to a carriage that is empty except for loads and loads of framed pictures of you pictures of you at the fringe framed just stuck onto the walls of the carriage you at the show in the dungeon you at the rave you at the comedian's party what is going on it's like a little museum to your time at the fringe and then suddenly wham a big flash right in your eyes and you're blinded oh jesus what's going on and you just hear someone go smile and you look up and it's Pierre holding a big camera. And then another flash. Kapow! Louder this time. He's like, what? And another voice goes, cheese! And it's me under one of those big old style cameras with the like, gunpowder on it. And uh, we instantly develop both pictures. And we eat them. Like, <laughs> and we go, mmm, yummy fringe. See you next year. And then the, the train conductor pops out of the door and goes, Next stop. <laughs> next stop, hell. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the train tumbles into the fiery pits of, of hell. <laughs> Welcome to Bonus <laughs> <laughs>
so that's the end of your fringe. You ended up in hell, uh, but you had a great time, and at least you went into hell with your good friends, Phil and Pierre. That was that had the um, sudden and and pointless sort of illiteracy of a goosebumps book. <laughs> You know, when you can tell whoever's writing the Goosebumps book is just like, oh, fuck this. Yeah, hell, you're in hell. <laughs> uh, I just, I wanted to wrap up this storyline. I, I wanted this character to have been a Fringe exclusive. Yeah. And what better way to make a character <laughs> exclusive than to end a story with them falling into hell? Yes, in a train that we are also on as we eat photos. Another advert there for preparing these stories before I come on because I really should. No, this is better. I like this much better than (laughs) prepared. I mean, I really liked um, Yummy Fringe. I like that. That was good. Um, I liked uh, the idea of you going cheese from underneath the little blanket. That was funny. And the fact that like there are loads of pictures and they're framed, but also we eat them, that's sort of, un- sort of unclear. <laughs> and then I like the idea oh, that the boy. train conductor's still dressed in like LNER, like livery, just like a normal guy, like a little mustache. Yes, 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 yes. And he just leans his yeah. head through the door. Uh, next stop, hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's not even giving it any kind of juice, you know? <laughs> like, obviously... He should be like dressed all in red clothes and should lean around the door like next stop hell, but instead he's just like oh, next stop hell. Anyone getting off at hell? Um, I thought I'd mentally recovered from the fringe, but maybe I haven't, Pierre. It was very that was very good. Also, I liked right at the start when you said when you did that horrible little like conversational laugh. It's like you've made some friends. <laughs> really didn't like that. Uh, really like that. Uh, good, good. Oh man. Oh. Do you think um oh. do you think there's any question that could be more insulting if you got back to the fringe? It'd be really funny to ask people like, did you make any friends? Yeah. Can you imagine yeah, how like damning that would be if, if someone asked you that sincerely? You'd be like, if someone asked me that when I came back from the fringe, I would just say, fuck off. Did you make any friends? Yeah, it's, what? what? It, it's immediately it, it shows you in such a bad light from their POV. <laughs> it suggests you need friends. It suggests that they're not, not certain that you made any. It suggests that that was part, if not most, of the reason you went up in the first place. Oh God! And you were like excited about it, and that's why they're asking. They're checking in on your little plan. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh boy, 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 boy! Rude. Well, any any spicy any spicy thoughts for this this bonus pod, the last bonus pod of the fringe? Oh, spicy thoughts. I guess they should be fringe spicy, shouldn't they? Um, mm. Well, we know the rent gouging thing. That's you know the um um. What was it? Um, yeah. Square square footy squarey the foot. What was the mascot? Oh. Yeah, was it square foot? Oh no, it was it was fringy the square. square it, it was fringy the square foot. The square foot. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Fringy the square foot. Fringy. Fringy. <laughs> that's fringy. Um, that was it. Um, yes. Yeah, so there's yeah. the, the the council and the uni are gouging everybody all the time. Um, 
numbers numbers were not um full recovery we you and i both know people who had, had a tough tough month because um, because my experience was people at the beginning of the month were going oh god there's no one here and then the sales picked up and everyone went oh yeah it's back to normal and then towards the end people were going oh god there's no one here again yeah and um actually on a podcast that i'm going to be on in in a in a, in a well i don't know when it's coming out but i'm going to be recording a, a rahalistapa in london i just forgot to mention oh that great yeah time. i saw richard herring's podcast that'd be so great yeah. and um so that's live in leicester square Yes, and John Robbins was on recently in a sort of very fringe episode, and he was pointing out that, in his opinion, comedians need to charge more because everything else is going up, and we don't feel like we have the guts yeah. to to charge more than we do, which maybe is true. Yeah, I mean, people, you know, comics still feel bad about charging more than like nine pounds, and I mean, with the costs, it's completely reasonable to be to be upping your prices. We're getting to the point now as well. That's that's, that's what that's literally what inflation is. is like yeah. Everyone has to up their prices cuz we're getting to the point now. That's what happens when costs go up. Also like a beer is 6 pounds 50. Oh, I couldn't believe it. It's like worse than London prices, I swear. It's real gouging from everybody in every possible aspect plus inflation, cost of living crisis, da da da. da. The rent gouging. I mean, is- you were saying at our at our end of fringe dinner in Edinburgh, that uh, before everyone came up, a bunch of restaurants reprinted their menus to yes. up the price just for the fringe. Yes, I mean that is bad. That's some horseshit from them, isn't it? Really? Um, yeah, sort of eleven pounds for a hot dog or something. You know, just really crazy shit. Um, mm. But I mean, they'll learn their lesson if this year they suddenly tot up their expected profits and they look and they go, ugh. Well, they won't, and everyone's just going to have to get way poorer. I mean, the cost of living crisis is quite spooky, energy costs and so on. Yeah. Yeah, spooky wookie. I think one of the fastest ways to solve it is just to send everything we have to Ukraine and just crush Russia into behaving itself, and then we can just buy their gas again. Yeah, I mean, that's it, isn't it? That's sort of the root <clears throat> of a lot of this. It's just, yeah. we want that tasty Russian oil. And, of course, the other solution is to, as we touched on before, build nuclear power plants. Oh, imagine. But, but that is a long lead time. There's, a, there's, a, there's this excruciating clip of Nick Clegg, I think, in 2010, saying... Oh uh, well, I mean, if we if we started building nuclear power plants now, they wouldn't they won't be online until twenty twenty two. No, there's not and really. You just think, yeah, 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 and 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 we just think <sighs> now, oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it, to have some nuclear power plants opening right now? That's the worst thing about the fucking Lib Dems. They're such nimbies. They always they're nimbies, and the hippie contingent is so powerful that they won't be pro nuclear. Do they have a strong hippie contingent? Yeah. Because it's all legal. Hippies weed ruin thing. everything. I'm, I'm a, f- I'm, I'm basically Nixon when it comes to hippies. I just, <laughs> I hate them. Bunch of filthy peaceniks. I hate them. <laughs> peaceniks. That's great. I, 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 I honestly have a, a fantasy of being one of those like American cops in uh, during the Vietnam riots, just hosing down hippies. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hose down. That that's that's my spicy uh, opinion of the week. I'd love to just hose down a sixties hippie. Just just give those goddamn long hairs a bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I guess it would be more fun to hose down a 60s hippie than any other person because they've got lots of sort of jangly bits and long hair. Yes, it would be it would be a sensation for the, for for the for the years. Um visually it would be very cartoon like, lots of flapping bits as they sort of are blasted backwards. A lot of flappy bits, a lot of jingly janglies. Big dream catcher getting blasted into the sky. Yeah. Ah, oh, wonderful. <laughs> it is funny your 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 Nixonian lust, Phil. Yeah, I fantasize about it like Homelander fantasizes about just lasering everyone's head off in <laughs> <laughs> in the boys. That is so funny. Just you walking past a drum circle, just like uh, just retreating into your own mind. <laughs> Peace Nix is really funny. I haven't heard anyone say that out loud, maybe ever. That's great. Oh, really? Peace Nix? Well, apart That's from like on cartoons funny. and stuff. <laughs> I mean, in life, peace mix. Long, long hairs, draft dodgers. Did he? Did he actually say long hairs? So they used to. But I don't know if Nixon said it. I mean, he he would have said that and much worse in private. I mean, he was crazy. He was yeah, so was nuts nice. and paranoid and weird. Oh, what a weird guy. He liked eating cottage cheese with ketchup and pineapple. I think. Ugh. Well, that that is like a sort of seventies dinner party sort of snack, isn't it? Yeah, like just cheese and pineapple—a disgusting era for a, food. A weird sauce. <laughs> uh, truly gross. Truly uh, gross. Um, but yes, I don't know. My, what's my your spicy take? Is you want to hose down some hippies? My spicy take is um, all the members of parliament and councillors in Edinburgh who profess to be socialists but let rent gouging occur and profiteering occur on this scale are disgusting yep. hypocrites and should be embarrassed to show their faces. Absolutely. Yeah. No, put, your, put your money where your mouth is, you tankies. <laughs> yeah, and that plus the bins. I mean, ugh. ugh, 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 ugh. Uh. Yeah. God, how about that? How about that? The socialist utopia is... Is is drowning in garbage because they can't come to ter- can't come to agreement with a what a trade union? Oh, hang on. Oh, a minute, how man. interesting. Oh, that's strange because I would have thought I'd be the kind of people you're on a similar wavelength to. And hmm. And yet, I thought a socialist government was meant to avoid this very kind of thing. Hmm. <laughs> it's like um that weird bit of Portland where they said they didn't need police and didn't let the police come in, and then. Just like a bunch of armed gangs started wandering around. It got really dangerous. Oh, oh, I've been to that bit of Portland, Pierre. Have you? And I, yeah, that's down, I, I think, yeah, that's downtown Portland. Oh, I went on tour and I've never felt, I haven't felt that in uh, that kind of danger for a long, long time. I, I was really scared. It was really frightening. I'd never, I haven't been anywhere that lawless in years. And, I, I can't think of anywhere that felt more lawless than than downtown Portland. It's crazy, just to create the Wild West again. Mad. Yeah. Uh, but I think things are turning around. We'll see. Uh, God, God willing, the Ukrainians will absolutely crush the Russians in some way, and then uh, we'll have an election and ideally vote for someone not absolutely fucking mental. And uh, do you know how the balance of of advantages going in the 
in the Ukraine war right now? You're, you're always up to date. Um, the Ukrainians are shaping the Kherson city region uh, by sort of making the Russians fill it with reinforcements and then they cut off the supplies. So when they mount their offensive, if they mount an offensive, I don't know, it, they might just starve them out in a kind of siege. But yeah, I mean, it's... It it's, the Russians out. Yeah, it's looking, it's, it's looking good medium to long term. Short term, it's very static now. But they, they're striking Crimea and stuff way behind enemy lines, like insanely far. <laughs> so that's Interesting. good. It's mm. I'm, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic as long as the West, by which I mean countries that actually bother to spend money on weapons and actually help people. Looking at you, Germany, um, and Italy and Spain, uh, you lazy fucks. Um, <laughs> mm. If they keep know. helping, then well, he's yeah, open. I'm long term optimistic. Yep, that's it. That's my that's my spicy military take. Lovely, lovely. Um, well, Pierre has to return to <laughs> the grave, uh, to rotting, to rotting, and I have to return. I'm to have some lunch, actually. You have to return to frotting. <laughs> We're rotting and frotting all over the country. Pierre and Phil are the frot rot brothers. Yeah. <laughs> The frot, Not one of my best, but... Um, the Frot Rot Rat Frat. <laughs> the Raternity. Yes. Yes. Um, but... Uh, Lovely. Thanks for listening in, uh, folks. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being patrons. And, and and thank you to all the patrons who came to the show. I do appreciate you identifying yourself, not just as a podbird, but as a patron. Um, and it's yes. much appreciated. Very Always a pleasure to have you guys in. Absolutely, absolutely, and we'll see you again soon at something. And 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 uh, do go to Pierre's um, Rahalistapa. Yes, please. Yes, please. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Um, all right, sweet. Bye. Bye.